0: Good morning, everybody. It's Lisa living with Lisa, and it's another Monday morning. Can you believe it? It is a Monday in August. Right now, it's cool and beautiful in upstate New York, but we have, like, heat index warnings and humidity warnings, all that jazz, which I think that's what a heat index warning is, right? But anyway, right now, it's beautiful, a little... um moisture on the grass. It's just, it's so nice. And it's the 27th of August, the last Monday of the month. And today our quote is going to be an I, idleness. Do you know what it means if you're idle? You're not moving, right? John Clark, an English and Latin proverb, standing pools gather filth. (laughs) That's awesome. So for idleness, standing pools gather filth. I think that's just fun. So George Herbert said, an idle youth makes a needy age. Ooh. I think we're living this quote. And this was spoken in 1651. No, he died 1633. So... He said this before 1633. A y- idle youth is a ne- equals a needy age. So true. I think we're seeing the effects of that the more our kids are on video games and computers and but I'm not going to dwell there because then I'll have controversial feedback. But it would be feedback, so I guess it would be all right. I don't know. I don't know, my still my favorite, standing pools gather filth. I think that's just funny. Anyway, I picked idleness, one, because, I don't know, I went through the eyes and nothing was really speaking to me. And then I saw idleness and I laughed and I said, well, I have not been idle in a few days. And I said, you know what, that's the one I'll do. Because guess what I have been doing? I have been cleaning and organizing my house. So instead of listening to me complain about the lack of tidiness or um, cleanliness of my house, I can tell you that last week I started cleaning out filing cabinets and cabinet cabinets cabinets, um, and purging stuff. Purging. We have. We put out a full garbage can yesterday, or last week, and I guess I should um, precursor that with typically, you know, we don't even fill our garbage can every week at all. And so last week, it was full. This week, it's full, plus our backup can that we put our recyclables in, because on this coast, we, uh, we recycle. So... Even the recyclable, I had to take the soda cans out so that I could use that can because I had three more bags of garbage and that's just in cleaning out and household type stuff. Not not like everyday garbage, but so good. I got rid of a two-drawer filing cabinet. Just got rid of it. Um, got rid of a bookshelf, which for those that know me, you're thinking, oh, <gasps> Lisa got rid of a bookshelf. (gasps) Ah, gasp. Here's the deal. I was going to repurpose the bookshelf and put it in a different room, and it was falling apart. I think the only thing holding it together was that it was wedged in the corner, like next to another filing cabinet, and that was the only reason it was still standing, because it was in rough shape. I went to move it, and it almost fell apart. So I ended up leaving it out in the middle of the room until my husband got home that day, and... We carried it out to the side of the road together. Um, But yeah, it's just, oh my gosh. So good to have the house, like, as I say, I have regained control of my house again. School starts a week from tomorrow. And my house looks like something, if somebody wanted to come over, I would be more than welcome to welcome them into the house. And then I had this idea, I have like this empty space in the kitchen, well, it's not empty space, the garbage cans and stuff were there, but I have this bench where my daughter always used to sit when she was growing up, do homework, read, talk to me while I made dinner, that kind of stuff, and you know, whenever she comes home from college, she's like, you know, I could sit out here and visit with you if there was somewhere to sit, well guess what, now there's two places for her to sit. I moved my reading chair from the living room into the little this little nooky area. It's not really a nook. It's the walkthrough, but I moved the kitchen table over a little. And so I have my comfy chair that I like to read and, you know, do my quiet time in out into the kitchen area. Not facing the TV or anything, because I never watch TV when I'm sitting in it anyway. So she could sit here or... I had this idea, and I asked my dad to build me a shelf for between our dryer and this our other cabinet, because I never opened the one cabinet drawer. And when he went looking for different filing cabinet lumber, he saw this shelving unit for sale. And he measured it, and he said, "Ah, oh, it's just the right length. It's taller than what I wanted. I have to tell you, it's fabulous. My dad has such a good eye. It's not a handmade legacy piece by my dad, but um, it is awesome. And every time I go out into the kitchen, I'm like, oh, that looks so good. (laughs) It does. And then I had this old wooden crate that I got for like a quarter at a lawn sale that was in our front room holding junk, which I have purged. And um, I put that on top and have my cookbooks in it. So I was able to get rid of another table like a small table and storage thing in the kitchen, which is where my chair is now sitting. And it looks so nice. I am just so excited, so excited. And the bench is all cleared off. So the next task will be, I'm going to check the clearance because I figured it's the end of the summer. So hopefully like the pool cushions, you know, the outdoor furniture cushions will be going on sale. And I'm going to see if I can get one that will fit that bench. You know, to put there for my daughter to cop a squat on. And so she'll have two, all two places she could sit and visit. Not that she comes home that much anymore. But it just looks so inviting and welcoming and no idleness for this chick this past week or so. My hope, though, is that this week I will be idle. And that's the goal. I had originally planned not to go to school for two days in a row so I could do some writing, get some other stuff done. That's not going to happen. I'm going to school today for a little while in the morning to help count out things. And then I'm going Wednesday to help with kindergarten screening because we had some stragglers come in and register. And I think that's it. And then Friday I get my hair done. So I have Tuesday and Thursday open. And... I'm gonna really uh, kind of focus on those days, <clears throat> but tomorrow we're going to. I'm going to dinner with friends, but that's totally different than um, like work. I'll have all day to stay home and get something done, or I might actually go. I might get a hold of someone and see if I can go. I found a place that I can write, so I just need to call and get permission to go there, and I might go there for the day. And write and work for a while. I don't know. On Thursday I might just sleep in and be a bum. I have no idea. But that's the game plan. Uh, yeah. So. I feel like. So goes Monday. So goes the week. I am feeling relaxed. Productive. So I, I hope the week continues in that route. Yet yeah, I want to be not really necessarily productive, in the sense I don't want to be doing, doing, doing. I want to relax and enjoy. And that's about it. Classes start at the college today for my daughter, and I see a lot of my friends dropping their kids kiddos off at school. So it's it's a busy Monday, and then a week from tomorrow school will start for me, and I can't wait. Uh, I don't know. I did make some covers this weekend. Uh, I bought new dog beds two weeks ago because our old girl, the fourteen year old beagle, you know, the pain medicines the vet gave her because you know they upped her from like baby aspirins to pain meds were helping. But the poor little sweet tart was getting like bed sores on her um, body from laying in the crate so much. So I went and I got an orthopedic mat, like crate mattress, because she loves to lay in her crate. The door is wide open, and that's just where she lays. So I went and got two orthopedic bed, you know, dog beds, and then the orthopedic crate mattress. An investment. But you know what? The old girl deserves it. And I got one for the puppy too. And I even got her the orthopedic in case the old girl decided to lay in that one. And less than two weeks, the puppy ate a hole through the one in the crate. And destroyed the other two. So I saved the stuffing from the two that she destroyed. And the stuffing from the one in the crate. And I put them in my sewing room slash daughter's bedroom and yesterday i got those done and what i did was i put all the stuffing back in but i have old pillowcases that i don't use anymore like we got rid of the sheets but i've always saved the pillowcases this is my problem this is why i have so much junk in my house and so i put the bedding you know the orthopedic beds inside the pillowcase and kind of folded it up a little and sewed the pillowcase shut. And so it kind of made like a little cocoon after it was sewn and put those back on the floor. And then I had an old sheet. And so I made a, um, basically a pillowcase, a big old pillowcase, but I took a old king size sheet that was stained. It had a couple holes in it in places. Why I saved these things is beyond me. But I took that, folded it over, a few times and made like a big pillowcase for the orthopedic cushion in the crate you know the crate orthopedic cushion and guess what it worked it was awesome the puppy can't really get through the sheet because it's a different material and if she does there's four layers it's going to take her time and my sweet old beagle she can now have the comfort of her orthopedic mattresses because the puppy had only destroyed the one half of the orthopedic dog beds because there was padding on both sides. She didn't get the orthopedic stuff out, just the, you know, the polyfill. But I saved it all. So now, she has a bed in her living room, a bed in our bedroom, and then her comfy crate orthopedic mattress. And she's such a good girl. 14 years old, and The pain medicine's working, which makes us so happy because she's got a little spunk in her again. But both our dogs, sometimes when we can't find them, they're in the crate laying down, sleeping together. Door wide open because we leave the door open, propped open by a crate. Or a crate, oh my gosh, by a brick. And they love it. They just love sleeping in the crate. And I always thought crates were um, inhumane or mean, And one of my friends said, this is how you train them. You know, the crate is never punishment. You don't punish them as a puppy and say, oh, you're naughty and throw them in a crate. That's what makes them hate the crate. You know, basically they're in the crate often as a puppy. And then you let them out and you take them right outside to go potty. So they associate the gate opening on the crate with going out to go potty at first. It's awesome. I mean, they learn that as soon as they get up, they go out and go potty. So you can use it for potty training, too. And then you make it homey and you leave the door open. Our dogs love the crate. Love it, love it. Now that I, like, understand the meaning behind a crate, I will forever crate train dogs because it's so beneficial. Yeah. I I apologize. I got distracted. I got a this red laser. Well, my daughter sent home a bunch of junk that she didn't want from school, basically. That's what it amounts to. And inside it was this. I thought it was a flashlight, and I said, "Oh, I wonder why she's turning sending home a flashlight." I said, "Oh, probably because her mother already sent her three of them." And I turned it on, and it's a red laser. The puppy, oh my gosh, well, she's not a puppy, she's a year and a half, well, she'll be a year and a half pretty soon, as soon as the red light hit the floor, like, she pounced on it, and so she was chasing it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so funny. Half of me thinks that it's cruel, and the other half, I just love watching her. She has so much fun, like, chasing this red light, and she plays and she plays, and then she can, then she crashes, you know what I mean? She's like, oh. So, yeah, um, oh, I apologize, just had a brain fart, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so sorry, oh, you know what it is, is because I, I'm using my phone, a text just came, popped up on the screen, and so like I started to read it, and then I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm I'm doing a podcast. I don't have time for this." <clears throat> Nobody usually texts me early in the morning, but it's not really early. It's seven thirty, so it's not really early in the morning at all. I had planned on being at school at seven o'clock today, so I see where that didn't work. Um, <laughs> but the the news. They don't have. I was going in to help count out things. Well, they don't have those items. So they text to say, stay home and write. All right. Twist my arm. I will. But I'll probably end up going to school tomorrow then because we have stuff we have to count out for the first day of school. But, boy, I don't know. How is everybody on this Monday? Have you, like, moved mountains? Have you organized. Did you take a Sabbath? That was um, a question I had. As we went through the Ten Commandments, we looked at having a Sabbath day. And I have to tell you, looking at my Sunday, now mind you, I did clean and clean and clean from like 630, went until church started, came home from church, and went back to work until about five o'clock last night to get everything done. And, you know, ran the vacuum and mopped and clean the bathroom, that kind of stuff. Because I hadn't been cleaning because I was making such a mess with, it looked like we were moving if you walked in the house between all the boxes and the junk. But, yeah, it just worked. But at the same time, after that study on the Sabbath, like I had that corporate worship, but I came home and I was doing something that's restful and worshipful to me. And I did want to share that a little bit because, you know, I have a couple of friends. They think I'm nuts because I say cleaning the house can be an act of worship. Because when you think about it, if you're cleaning your house, you know, you're doing it because you want your home clean, whatever. But it's one way that I can serve or give back to my family. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, so cleaning the house is an act of worship, it's all in the mindset and I just had a lovely, lovely Sunday, I should have got a walk in but I really wanted to get my house done so now the house is done and instead of rushing to leave, I can actually chillax I'm kind of excited and I hey, am this is good, this is good so tomorrow is Tuesday, we'll be on the letter J for quotes I don't know. How is everybody doing? Living with Lisa, keeping it real is available on another podcast venue. I got an email yesterday. So that is exciting stuff that we can celebrate. It is called, let me look it up right now. Tune in. So, Living with Lisa, Keeping It Real is now available on TuneIn, capital T-U-N-E, capital I-N. So, that's that's kind of fun. I've never heard of that one. So, look at all we're doing. Woo-woo, how exciting. Share with your friends and family. And give me a call. Leave me a message. Go to the website, lisambusky.com. And there's a comment section now on my podcaster page. Just go to the podcaster um, tab and you can actually leave a comment to any of the podcasts that you've listened to. All right. This is Lisa living with Lisa, keeping it real, signing off on this beautiful Monday and I will catch you tomorrow.